Thank you so much for all the good service so far. May the Lord bless to continue to worship Him this morning in this church. Would you please turn with me in your Bibles or stand with me as you stand with me. I want to read our text from the Word of God, part of the Christmas story from the first chapter of Matthew. We're going to be reading verses 1 through, no, we're going to be reading verses 18 through 25 the first chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. Please stand, thank you. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. When as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privately. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus for he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Then Joseph being raised from sleep did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him, and took him unto him his wife, and knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. Thank you. Please be seated. In these messages that I've been trying to say to you, and to study this Christmas season, as you know, the theme is Christmas time. And, and we started off with this series with the sermon title, A Tremendous Time. That is the incarnation. The incarnation of God, the birth of Jesus in Bethlehem by Virgin Mary is the greatest event that's ever happened in this earth, on this earth. That is a great event. It's tremendous that God has come to be with us. Love came from heaven on Christmas morning. And what a blessing, what a tremendous reason that Christmas time is the most special time of the year that we celebrate the birth of the incarnate God, Jesus. Then we took a Sunday to think about that Christmas time was a time to take time. I don't know if you got all your Christmas shopping done or not, but the greatest gift you can give to people you love is your time. I trust and pray that you'll have time, make time even, to be with people that you love. I'm going to tell you for sure, God took time to come be with us. That's what the incarnation, and that's what Christmas is about. May the Lord bless us to give him our time. After all, we're on his time. 
Then last Sunday, we got into a situation that I probably got a little personal with you with. It was entitled, A Troublesome Time. Christmas time is a troublesome time. That's why Jesus came, because there was trouble. God knew what we needed to get out of trouble was a Savior. And what a blessing that God knows exactly what we need. I just read to you a portion of Scripture that teaches us that God is with us, Emmanuel. That means He's with us in our trouble too. Today I want to talk about Christmas time is a time to try. You know, we don't know more much about Joseph. We don't. But one thing we do know is that he tried. He tried to be a husband to Mary, even though he was told a most upsetting situation that she was in. She was going to have a baby, and that baby wasn't his. It was God's. Sometimes we need to be reminded when we need to try the hardest is to understand the very dilemma that we have to deal with. It's not ours. It's not our plans. It's God's. And Joseph went to Bethlehem. He tried. He tried to do the tax work he was called to do. He tried to provide for Mary everything she needed. But he ended up in a stable. In a cow trough. For the baby to be laid. But he tried. What I want to try to say to you today is, no matter where you are in your life, I pray that you won't ever try to live And when it comes your time to die, that you have not tried. The thing about trying, and that word, by the way, means effort. Make an effort. Attempt. That's what Christmas time is about. Because God's with us should promote us to try. To never quit trying. To don't let the devil discourage you because I'm going to tell you the greatest tool the devil uses is discouragement. He don't want you to try. So I want to talk about that. Christmas, a time to try. And really I wanted to use, I read the text uh, from the beginning. And uh, we see the first 17 verses of Matthew chapter 1 is about the genealogy of Christ from the human side. It is so powerfully amazing that that God took one portion of one verse to describe the genealogy of his son Jesus from the divine side. Notice in verse 18. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise when as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph Before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. That's the deity of Christ. 
Christ is God. Christ is human. He had to be to get on the cross to die for us, to live a perfect life for God. And because he did that, we can try, and we ought to try. God forbid if we don't. You know, trying doesn't mean that you don't fail. Really, that's what keeps us trying. I was uh, reading the other day, Michael Jordan, the probably greatest male basketball player it's ever been, said that he missed 9,000 shots. He said that he lost 300 games. And 26 times in those lost games, the winning shot depending on him and he missed it. But he said after assessing his life of, of missed shots, he says, you know, I've failed and I've failed and I've failed. And that's why I succeed. That's exactly right. That's what trying is about. I want to try to use the acronym for TRY to say three things about Christmas and the message that God is giving us today to try. That T means trust God. Do you trust God? See, you're not a saved by your obedience. You understand that, don't you? We're saved by trusting God, by believing. God says, if you believe that Christ is the Son of God, you should be saved. Joseph believed. Your belief is what gives you trying grace. A man or a woman that has quit trying and has given up, has forgotten what God has done for them, and do, does not exhibit their trust in God. Notice in verse 24, then Joseph being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him and took unto him his wife. In other words, you know, we see he was given some very upsetting information from God. But Joseph believed God. He says, now look, i got to trust God in this because I can't trust myself. Do not trust your feelings. See, we're living in a world where people are about to stop trying. But God is looking for Josephs. Men and women who believe that this world, God has not given up on yet. That there's some motivation here. There's something going on here when we got to let God have his way. Because when the devil gets busy, It's when God manifests the strength and the power as never before. But he's calling on us to try. 
Do not presume on the sovereignty of God as meaning that you don't have to do anything. Rather, the sovereignty of God, knowing that everything that comes in our lives comes through God, has a purpose, then we need to understand what a blessing it is. I'm going to try. Have you tried God? Have you really? Because if you try God, you'll trust him. Have you tried not to sin? 1 John 2, 1 says, My little children, I would have you that you not sin. But he says, he goes on to say in a a paraphrase, if you do, He said, try not to do it. But if you do sin, you have a mediator in Christ the Lord, the man, Christ Jesus. That's Christmas time. God tells us in the Sermon on the Mount through Jesus Christ that we're to be perfect, even as our Father in heaven is perfect. I don't have to tell you nor look in the mirror and see Randy to know that we cannot be perfect. But we better try. You better try. So I'm going to tell you, God is looking at people that try. And it doesn't mean that he loves us more or less, but it does mean that God is honored and glorified by when we try, and we need to trust him, and that's what God is honored by. There's a woman in... Mark chapter 14, Mary of Bethany. Jesus had cast out seven demons from that woman. And she comes into his presence among the disciples and she takes up some precious ointment and the Bible says she breaks it and puts on his feet and wipes uh, his feet with her hair. And the disciples get upset about it and say, what about this woman wasting all this? And Jesus says in verse 8, leave her alone. She has done what she could. God gave five talents to one man. He gave two talents to one, and he gave one to one. And he said that man that tried, the one that had two, got just as much praise from God as the one that had five. But the one that had one, he says, I don't have anything, I'm not even going to try. God said, depart from me. You use what you got, you try, okay? Have you tried to make your marriage better? Have you tried to raise your children in the nurture and admonition of the Lord? You keep trying. Psalms 127 verse 1 says, Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord watch the city, they labor, the watchman waiteth in vain. But notice in that verse, they're trying. The laborers are still working, though God does the building. See, Joseph was a carpenter, but God was the builder. 
And Joseph and Mary went to obedience to God to a place they didn't know about and ended up in a situation they didn't think was going to work out. But God says, all you got to do is try. I pulled up on YouTube this morning. I hadn't heard in a while. Penny wondered what I was doing. She'd come in there and notice I was listening to Merle Haggard's song, Mama Tried. You remember that one? He said, Mama Tried. She tried to raise me better, but her pleading I denied. But, but he had life without parole in prison. But he said this, but my mama tried. So you can complain if you want to, but you know, have you tried not to complain? Have you tried seeing the donut rather than just looking at the hole? (laughs) Have you tried to be happy? You know, trying is contagious. Trying is, and when you take somebody that's trying, then it affects you. It's a faithful witness. Are you trying to stand for the truth? You know, I don't like to pick up pecans in my yard. But God blessed me with some this year. I think it's a flat waste to go to waste. But there's a lot of lazy people in the world today. People are going to be victims now, you know. I'm not going to try anything. Trying involves effort. And now people want comfort instead of effort. But here's the deal on trying. The less you start out with, the more you're going to end up with. You hear me? See, we're living in a generation when everybody's got everything. Born with a silver spoon in our mouth. Rotten to the core. You tell me. Hey, I've lived long enough. I have done weddings. I I have heard people tell me they have been married 50, 60, 70 years and they started out that marriage. They had absolutely nothing. I remember one woman telling me I didn't have any pots to cook in. You take a dog in a dog kennel, will bark because he's got fleas, but that dog that's out hunting, don't even notice him. The problem we have is we're not trying. Now, now I'm going to tell you guys, I I might not preach a lick today. I don't know. But I'm going to try. And I'm going to tell you, if it happens, God's going to have to do it. God says in his word, now you say, well, am I, am I, I can't do it. I mean, what difference is that? Gonna, you let God give the increase. See, that's God's work. What our work is, is to try. God gave you life to try. I mean, that first cry from that little baby that's born, what does that imply? That's try. He's, he or she's trying to live. It's not a crying time. This is a trying time. I'm going to tell you too. I believe that trying as far as following Jesus 
What was I talking about? Pecans. Let me go back to that. I want to finish it. Anything you have to pick up, it's hard to do. I mean, you know, we want everybody to put. You, you, ask, you ask somebody now if they want, you know, want a mess of fish, you're going to ask you if they got them clean. You got it? I mean, I mean, a cross, you know. Jesus says, take up your cross and follow me. I mean, that takes effort. But that's what Jesus said to do. Now, the thing about the gospel is, the gospel is about impossibilities made possible. God still saves sinners and makes saints out of them. God will tell you to pray when you don't feel like praying. So I have all those pecans out there, so I decided best thing to do is do it. So you got to pull your own wagon. I mean, you can't depend on everybody to do everything for you. So I get out there one afternoon, and I start picking up pecans. I mean, I don't like to do it. I told you that. I mean, I mean, I'm getting to the age when I get down, it's hard to get up. And you got to get down to get, get pecans. And if we're going to serve God, we got to get in. We got to humble ourselves before Him. So I got out there. I tried. I was thinking all the time, everything else I'd like to be doing. But sometimes God calls us to do what we need to be doing. And that's going to take effort. And I believe this, if we can do one thing every day that we hate to do, just for the practice of doing it, we'd be a lot better off. You know, I was picking up pecans, it wasn't long. Emory and Jackson come out and started helping me. Faith and Turner poured up there. They got out there and helped me. Now, I'm going to tell you, that wouldn't have happened if I wasn't out there picking up pecans myself. I don't believe it would. You start serving God because I'm going to tell you, you try. Have you really tried to serve God? Now, you can't do it holding on to something else. You can't serve two masters. Jesus says, don't even try it. You know how you spell love? T-R-Y. You love somebody, you try. Do you love Jesus? Well, I'm going to try to serve you, God. I'm going to try to keep your commandments. Now, hey, it's like skiing, snow skiing. Man, I was raiding the flatwoods, and I go up on the mountains when I was a little. My friends were going to snow ski. You don't go up there and just ski. You fall a lot. You hear me? But you get up. And, and the more you do it, the more you, you better at it. And that's how living for God is. You're going to fall a lot. But you get up and you repent and you confess it and you forsake it and you say, God, I'm going to try to do better. And you mean it. So you trust God, 
Uh, I've done touched on some of this. If you're gonna, if you're gonna try, we spell in try. Christmas is a time to try. Joseph said it. It's also, secondly, the R in try is resistance. Resistance means something is against you. Got it? It's what Joseph, God says, it's okay, Joseph, to take her as your wife. And in verse 25, and knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son. That means he had no sexual relationships with her. And God is real big on that. On that. I, mean, I mean, the Virgin Mary was a virgin. Purity is big on God and we need to try to live that way. It doesn't mean whether it makes sense or not. It doesn't mean that what everybody else is doing. What it means is, what does God say? Are you going to trust God or are you going to trust something else? There will be resistance. I mean, that's what trying implies. The man Job in the Old Testament says, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. He says, I, he knows the way that I take. When I'm tried, I'll come forth as gold. See, God will try us. You know, things don't always, one thing that, that deflates our, our courage and, and our willingness to, to do is, is certainly our failures. But, but when things don't work out like we want, can you imagine Joseph and Mary and, and what they had to deal with? You know, David wanted to build the temple. But God didn't let him do it. But he tried. He tried. You know what God did? All David's trying, Solomon used as material to build the house. So it may be that, that what you and I think want to be the, the plan and how we need to work it is understanding that God may not want us to do that. But he wants us to try. See? And what a blessing that is to see that in the way that he gives us to try. 1 Corinthians 9, 24, I I don't want to read too much other scripture, but here's a good one just to think about before we go. The Apostle Paul tried. He said, I pressed toward the mark. He says, the high calling of Christ. He never got it, but he pressed toward it. But this verse in 1 Corinthians 9 says this. Listen with me. It's talking about trying. It's talking about a race. Know ye not that they which run in a race run all, but one receiveth the prize. They don't all win. Okay? So run. So try. That's what that means. You keep trying that ye may obtain. 
I mean, how do you know unless you try? How do you know? You know, can't never did anything. It has it. No, can't, can't, can't not going to do anything. You try. And every man that strives for the mastery is contemporary in all things. Now they that do it to obtain a corruptible crown, but we an incorruptible. See, what trying does, it cleanses you on the inside. Because you know if you're trying or not. See, it doesn't matter how much money you got or how much uh, Everything in life you got, if you don't have any health, you can't enjoy it. See, it's about what you try to do that makes a difference. Because see, it's the journey, not the end. We are a work in progress. And what happens is, it's not what we get, it's what we try to get. That makes us better. Does that make sense? It's what you're trying to do. Are you trying to glorify God in whatever you're doing? Are you living for him who died for you? Are you trying? Are you trying to forgive that person that has hurt you severely and deeply? Are you trying to forgive yourself? Because God has. He says in Ephesians 1, we are blameless before him in love. Paul says, I therefore so run, not as uncertainly, so fight I, not as one that beateth the air, but I keep under my body and bring it into subjection, lest that by any means, when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. And then my last point regarding the acronym, we said trust is the T. We said R is resistance, and that's resistance in the face of our role in life. Always remember your role in life, what God has called you to do. That's what Joseph and Mary had to do. Well, they had to try. Trusting. Remembering their role. Unspecting, knowing there would be resistance. But the wise yield, yield to God. I mean, the most comfort way we can feel in Christmas proves this. Is, hey, we're in God's hand. God's word is coming true. The birth of Jesus was prophesied hundreds of years before, but it came. It's just what God said at the very place and time. And you know, in a sense, that we're all like the Virgin Mary and that God has made us that pure by the blood of Christ. He's cleansed us that, just that much. And he has given us the opportunity to give birth of Jesus, in a sense, in our life. And he's sending us to do that. To tell others what the greatness of this Messiah, this King of kings and Lord of lords is about. And that's yielding to him. And when we get to the point in our lives, and we need to try this, that we're not in it for the money. We don't care if we're noticed or not. 
We don't care about any of the glamour that goes with it. When we get to that point, we will be able to have much joy in our life because we try. There's a, there's a doctor that dealt with blindness. His last name is Moon. And uh, he was from England. But he invented a system where the blind people could read. It's called the Moon Alphabet. He was never blinded until after he was an adult. But his prayer was, God, I yield to you my blindness, my problem. Oh, God, help me use it to glorify you and to help others. And he said God blessed him to write that alphabet. So many times our dilemmas in life, our problems in life, are the very things, the platforms God gives us to bring glory to him, help a lot of other people. Paul never was, the apostle Paul never was removed the thorn. But he never quit trying. God empowers us to keep on trying. More people have been helped by, by thorns than they have thrones. They have. And Paul said this when it came his time to die. I pray that you and I can too. Second Timothy. Fourth chapter, verse 7 and 8, somewhere like that. He says, by the time of my departure is near. But he says, I've fought a good fight. I've kept the faith. I've finished my course. When we lay down to die, it's not that people will look over in our casket or urns or whatever you do and say that was a perfect man or woman. They never had any sin, uh, problems, never, no, but what they can say, they tried. My question to you, are you willing to try? Don't say, well, you know, it, it don't make any difference. You know the story of the boy that's walking on the beach throwing Starfish back that washed up during the high tides. Some man out there walking saw him and said, Son, what are you doing? He says, I'm throwing these starfish. There were hundreds of them out on the shore. I'm throwing them back to save their life. Said the man to the little boy, says, Son, that's, that's silly. He said, That's not making any difference at all. There's thousands of starfish. It's not going to make any difference what you're doing. To which the boy replied, as he throwed another starfish back, it made a difference to that one. Now, there's a lot of children in this world, you parents, so how can I make a difference? Your grandparents, you can make a difference to that one that God has blessed you with. 
You say, how am I going to change the woke agenda and, and the liberal? Well, you just make a difference in yourself because you can't change the world, but you can change you. Okay? Because God has given you trying grace. Don't let the devil take the try out of you. Try God. You might like him. Even love him. Would you bow with me? Lord, we thank you so much for the blessings you give us, even the trials of our faith. Because, Lord, that's where we find when we try you, we find grace to help in the time of need. A man wrote a song and sang it most ably. Try me, Lord. Pray that you would bless us, O oh God, to keep trying. Even though our failures will come more often and more severe than we'd like, we'll be better men and women when we keep trying. God, forgive us for our complacency, for our laziness, for not trying to obey our parents but to raise our children in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. That's a diligent effort, by the way. It's not something we pluck out on YouTube or we ask Siri. It's life. It's getting up from the slopes that we fall on, feeling the soreness in our legs the night after. But it's also the enthusiasm we wake up in the morning to get back up on the mountain. Bless us, O oh God. Thank you for giving us trying grace. May we use it to honor you as we face the trials that try our trying. Thank you, Lord, for Christmas time. A time to try. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.